0: everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today we're looking at Ezekiel chapter 13 to 15, uh, and it should be kind of fun because there's a little bit of controversy in it. Uh, first of all, as we go through chapter 13, we see that one of the things that God is holding the people responsible for is that their prophets are just straight up lying to the people. They're telling the people that there will be peace. They're telling the people that they've been having visions when God knows that he is not giving them visions. And so just like we saw in Jeremiah, there is an issue here because the the prophets are basically prophesying their own will. They're not actually hearing from God They're not actually being given direction from God, and they're just misleading the people, telling them that they hear things from the Lord, when in fact, they do not. And so Ezekiel is supposed to preach against them, because Ezekiel is actually receiving a word from the Lord, um, but the the other prophets are not. So we already saw this in Jeremiah, where Jeremiah was preaching that there was going to be calamity, that there was going to be disaster And the prophets were saying, no, there's going to be peace. Like, we're protected. Look at how prosperous we are. Like, God couldn't possibly be against us. And now Ezekiel is in exactly the same boat. So just like I talked about in Jeremiah, uh, these couple of chapters about these lying prophets, it's a good reminder uh, that God indeed does speak today. I think people do have dreams and visions from the Lord. Uh, But I think just as likely people lie about having dreams and visions from the Lord. And so we need to be very confident that what we are receiving is of God. When we speak about things that are of God, we don't want to mislead people or manipulate people. Uh, But people manipulating prophecy, people manipulating dreams and visions, and trying to persuade people in a way that is not of the Lord is not a new thing. It's been around for a while. Uh, If you look at chapter 14, this is what's kind of fun. There's some controversy around chapter 14, uh, and really the controversy comes from the second part of the chapter, so kind of starting in verse 12, and then through the end of the chapter in verse 23. Uh, I encourage you to go check it out. Like, Go look for yourself at Ezekiel 14, and basically what's going to happen, this is applicable to us today, but then we can dive into what's going on here. Uh, God is talking about people's individual responsibility. So yesterday we talked about how um, the angel of the Lord went around and put a mark on people's heads, like this, this X or this cross on people's heads who were faithful, and they were spared. Um, here God is talking about the individual responsibility of the people and how if you are faithful, you will save yourself. And the examples that Ezekiel uses... Are Noah, Daniel, and Job. So Ezekiel is basically saying from the Lord that even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were here at this time, only they would be spared and they would not spare the lives of other people. Now, what's interesting about that is that Ezekiel is prophesying right around uh, the time of the fall of Jerusalem. So we're talking, he's prophesying like right around 580, 590, something like that. Daniel uh our Daniel the biblical Daniel the Daniel who fell in the lions den was thrown in the lions den uh he would have been a contemporary of Ezekiel meaning he would have been living at around the same time and he would have been pretty young at that time and so it's a, it's kind of interesting that Ezekiel sets up this situation that involves Noah uh who's from all the way back in Genesis Job who's from back in Job uh and then Daniel. And one of the reasons that this is interesting is because Genesis is one of the oldest books of the Bible. Job certainly is one of the oldest books of the Bible. It's widely believed that Job was around at the same time as Abraham. And then there's Daniel. So it's kind of odd that Ezekiel is making a case about the faithfulness of Job and the faithfulness of Noah, And then throwing in there the faithfulness of Daniel, who would have been much younger than him at the time, probably, and also would have been potentially not nearly as well known as we know him today. And so people look at this chapter and they say, yes, this is the Daniel of the Bible. This is the Daniel of the book of Daniel. Obviously, uh, he was faithful to the Lord in Babylon and he was gaining in reputation because the the exiles, the people from Judah, the people from Israel knew who he was because of how faithful he was. And so this is indeed the the Daniel that we know, and it just shows how faithful Daniel is. There are other people who say, no, 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 this could not possibly be the Daniel of the book of Daniel, uh, because it just doesn't quite make sense. Like, Why would Ezekiel make a case about Noah, a very, very ancient at that time person from the, the writings of God, um, Job, a very, very ancient person at that time. And then Daniel, like this dude that's younger than Ezekiel, it seems kind of odd. Like you you can imagine the modern day equivalent would be like, Oh, even if you were as faithful as Noah, even if you were as faithful as Job, and even if you were as faithful as Bob over there at the desk, like it's just kind of strange. And the other issue is that the spelling of the name Daniel is different. So the the spelling in the Hebrew in the book of Ezekiel, the way that Daniel's name is spelled, is different than the way that Daniel's name is spelled in the book of Daniel. So both camps um, have pretty good arguments. Uh, really, there's there's no reason to believe that this isn't the Daniel of the book of Daniel and that Ezekiel is aware of Daniel and wants to elevate his faithfulness to the Lord as an example to follow, um, or that this Daniel is an ancient Daniel. He's a Daniel that people were aware of in story, and Ezekiel is elevating this ancient Daniel, this Daniel story, as somebody to be followed. Obviously, if that is the case... We don't have that story. We don't know what that story is. There is a thought that it is this uh, Daniel, uh, who is like an ancient king. There's a story that was discovered about this ancient king. Um, the people that believe that say that Job was not an Israelite, uh, Noah was not an Israelite, and therefore Daniel, this ancient Daniel, is not an Israelite either. So they all have that in common. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter. I don't think personally, it doesn't really matter, um, who wins this fight. Like if this is the Daniel of the book of Daniel, great. If it's some ancient Daniel from an, from an older story, fine. The concept here that's being taught is that if you are individually faithful, you will be spared. And Like, God holds you personally responsible for the sin in your life. So if you are super faithful, uh, that's great, and God will spare you. But if your kids are not super faithful, they bear the judgment of their own decisions. And so basically in chapter uh, 14, we're seeing that Jerusalem is going to be destroyed, and God is saying, hey, even if these three very faithful men, Noah, Job, Daniel, whichever Daniel he is, even if they were present... Their faith would not save this this city. And so we see here, again, the importance of your own individual faith. Your parents' faith will not save you. Your kids' faith will not save you. Your friends' faith will not save you. You need to have your own individual faith in God. You have to trust Him with your life. You have to obey Him with your decisions. And it's that decision, it's that faith from you individually that gives you right standing with God. Nobody can accomplish that for you except for you. That is true today, and that was true in Ezekiel's day. And so that's the stuff that's sticking out to me today. We also have, uh, just to wrap it up, in chapter 15, this imagery of uh, Israel as a vine, God's people as a vine. That is very common imagery about the vine. You think about John chapter 15. I think it's chapter 15. I am the vine, and you are the branches. Like, this vine imagery is common when referring to the people of Israel, the people of Judah. And here it's basically talking about how the vine has become worthless. It's not really good for anything because it's not faithful and it will be judged. So as far as the your part today, uh, I just want to highlight that individual responsibility piece, um, your relationship with God is very important. It doesn't matter what your wife's relationship with God is. It doesn't matter what your son's relationship with God is. Like We want those people to be close to God, but what matters to you is how close you are to God because it's your individual responsibility to know Him and follow Him and worship Him. And we want to stir faith in every single one of us individually. We want to own our faith. We want to be excited about who God is and what He's done for us. So I just encourage you to examine your own individual faith. Obviously, it's easier to look at people around you than it is at ourselves. Uh, And I encourage you to strengthen that faith and walk in that faith. So we'll be back again tomorrow. I'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you, and every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's Word, and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Ezekiel chapter 13. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel, who are prophesying, and say to those who prophesy from their own hearts, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Your prophets have been like jackals among ruins, O Israel. You have not gone up into the the breaches or built up a wall in the house of Israel that it might stand in battle on the day of the Lord. They have seen false visions and lying divinations. They say, declares the Lord, when the Lord has not sent them, and yet they expect him to fulfill their word. Have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination? Whenever you have said, declares the Lord, although I have not spoken. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Because you have uttered a falsehood and have seen lying visions, therefore, behold, I am against you, declares the Lord God. My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and who give lying divinations. They shall not be in the council of my people, nor be enrolled in the register of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter into the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord God, precisely because they have misled my people, saying, Peace, when there is no peace, and because when the people build a wall, those prophets smear it with whitewash. Say to those who smear it with whitewash that it shall fail. There will be a deluge of rain, and you, O great hailstones, will fall, and a stormy wind break out. And when the wall falls and fails, will it not be said to you, Where is the coating with which you smeared it? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will make a stormy wind break out in my wrath, and there shall be a deluge of rain in my anger, and great hailstones in wrath to make a full end. And I will break down the wall that you have smeared with whitewash, and bring it down to the ground, so that its foundation will be laid bare. When it falls, you shall perish in the midst of it, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Thus will I spend my wrath upon the wall, and upon those who have smeared it with whitewash, And I will say to you, the wall is no more, nor those who smeared it, the prophets of Israel who prophesied concerning Jerusalem, and saw visions of peace for her, where there was no peace, declares the Lord God. And you, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people, who prophesy out of their own hearts, prophesy against them, and say, Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the women who sew magic bands upon all wrists and make veils for the heads of persons to every stature and hunt for souls. Will you hunt down souls belonging to my people and keep your own souls alive? You have profaned me among my people for handfuls of barley and pieces of bread, putting to death souls who should not die and keeping alive souls who should not live by your lying to my people who listen to lies. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against your magic bands, with which you hunt the souls like birds, and I will tear them from your arms, and I will let souls whom you hunt go free, the souls like birds. Your veils also I will tear off and deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall be no more in your hand as prey, and you shall know that I am the Lord, because you have disheartened the righteous falsely, although I have not grieved him, and you have encouraged the wicked, that he should not turn from his evil way to save his life. Therefore you shall no more see false visions, nor practice divination. I will deliver my people out of your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Chapter 14 Then certain of the elders of Israel came to me and sat before me, and the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, these men have taken their idols into their hearts and set the stumbling block of their iniquity before their faces. Should I indeed let myself be consulted by them? Therefore speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Any one of the house of Israel who takes his idols into his heart and sets the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and yet comes to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him as he comes with the multitude of his idols, that I may lay hold of the hearts of the house of Israel, who are all estranged from me through their idols. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Repent and turn away from your idols, and turn away your faces from all your abominations." For any one of the house of Israel, or of the strangers who sojourn in Israel, who separates himself from me, taking his idols into his heart, and putting the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and yet comes to a prophet to consult me through him, I, the Lord, will answer him myself, and I will set my face against that man. I will make him a sign and a byword, and cut him off from the midst of my people. And you shall know that I am the Lord. And if the prophet is deceived and speaks a word... I, the Lord, have deceived that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand against him and will destroy him from the midst of my people Israel. And they shall bear their punishment. The punishment of the prophet and the punishment of the inquirer shall be alike, that the house of Israel may no more go astray from me, nor defile themselves any more with their transgressions, but that there may be my people, and I may be their God, declares the Lord. And the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, When a land sins against me by acting faithlessly, and I stretch out my hand against it, and I break its supply of bread and send famine upon it, and cut it off from man and beast, even if these men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they would deliver but their own lives by their righteousness, declares the Lord God. If I cause wild beasts to pass through the land and they ravage it, and it be made desolate, so that no man may pass through because of the beasts, even if these three men were in it, as I live, declares the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, they alone would be delivered, but the land would be desolate. Or if I bring sword upon the land and say, let a sword pass through the land, and I cut it off from man and beast, though these three men were in it, as I live, declares the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they alone would be delivered. Or if I send a pestilence into that land, and pour out my wrath upon with blood, to cut off from man and beast, Even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it as I live, declares the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters. They would deliver but their own lives by their own righteousness. For thus says the Lord God, How much more when I send upon Jerusalem my four disastrous acts of judgment, sword, famine, wild beasts, and pestilence, to cut off from it man and beast. But behold, some survivors will be left in it, sons and daughters who will be brought out. Behold, when they come out to you, And you see their ways and their deeds, you will be consoled for all the disaster that I have brought upon Jerusalem, for all that I have brought upon it. They will console you when you see their ways and their deeds, and you shall know that I have not done without cause all that I have done in it, declares the Lord God. Chapter 15 And the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, how does the wood of the vine surpass any wood, the vine branch that is among the trees in the forest? Is wood taken from it to make anything? Do people take a peg from it to hang a vessel on it? Behold, it is given to the fire for fuel. When the fire has consumed both ends of it, when the middle of it is charred, is it useful for anything? Behold, when it was whole, it was used for nothing. How much less, when the fire has consumed it and is charred, can it ever be used for anything? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, like the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire for fuel, so have I given up the inhabitants of Jerusalem and I will set my face against them. Though they escape from the fire, the fire shall yet consume them, and you will know that I am the Lord when I set my face against them. And I will make the land desolate, because they have acted faithlessly, declares the Lord God. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.